3: My name is Larry David, and I feel so-so about being Conan (laughs) O'Brien's friend. That's the energy you're giving. Yeah. Since the minute you walked
0: in. (laughs) So-so, yeah.
4: Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Until never, we
5: are gonna be
0: friends. Hey there, welcome to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, joined as always by Sona Movesessian. Hello, Sona. Hi. And uh, of course, Matt Gorley. Hi. And um, it has been raining constantly here in Los Angeles. And when people say it's been raining constantly in Los Angeles, it means it has rained. Yeah. It's been actually a couple of days of uh, intense rain that's made the national news. But I have to say there's an upside to it, which is we get to dress like adults and I'm talking specifically to you, Matt, and to myself, because I just, whenever the weather's kind of chilly or rainy, I love wearing clothing that's not a yeah. t-shirt and a jean jacket and yeah. some sneakers. And it looks like my mom just packed my bologna sandwich and I'm off to summer <laughs> camp. So I don't know. And I walk in today and you are dressed like the old Spice guy. You've got that really cool pea coat. Oh, it's nice to wear clothing. And there's something about Los Angeles that infantilizes people. Mm. You can see like the most successful person in LA walking down the street, you know, someone with like a billion dollars and they're wearing a who farted t-shirt and they're wearing some stretchy pants. So they're co- they can do yoga squat whenever they need to and some big balloon sneakers. And you're like, what, what? how old are you? I'm 77, you know, it's just, are you, are you picking
4: up I on any of this?
1: Love. I think there was a year once where I wore flip-flops every day for a whole year and when I was in school. And this is bullshit. This no. rain sucks. No. This rain
4: sucks. It's great. This rain is great. It, people should be dressing like they're doing a spy dead drop in East Berlin in yeah. 1969. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Too this is
0: where it, this sucks. is where it, So yeah. today I did some traveling recently and I was in Ireland and I brought with me this this tweet suit that I've had
4: for a while. Uh I'm not gonna it, give you any grief for this. No, you, no, you I would. know,
0: I know. I always I always look, it's 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 common knowledge that I attack you for my own flaws. Um, just because my self hate comes out. When I see you,
4: and I'm uh-huh. learning vice versa, yeah. Too. No, but I.
0: Um, it's a nice moment. But anyway, so I have this nice uh, coat this and these matching really nice. pants, and I wear them today. And I swear to God, I have a different. I feel like uh, I'm a teacher at Eton, yeah, like some kind of British school, and it's the late '50s, and they're just kind of the post World War II rationing is still going. But I've I've got a stiff upper lip, and I'm going off. I'm courting the landlady. I'm a bachelor. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm walking around, and I've I, I've got my boots on, and I just I don't know. I, I it's so it's ridiculous. Working. It's so ridiculous. But and then everyone else is waiting for please please seventy two degrees and sunny. Yeah, seventy two degrees and sunny. And this is what I like. Me I too. like this. Move. Just Excuse go somewhere me? else, <laughs>
1: both of you. Both of you buy an apartment like in I don't know Seattle. I where think about rains it all the time. Just I think go. about it.
0: Me too. But no. you know what the problem is Seattle. All they do is wear fleece. It's all fleece. It's all North Face. People, yeah, I if can't you, if you go to you the, op, go to the yeah. opera, my wife is from Seattle. I've spent a lot of time in Seattle and I love Seattle. But if you went to the fanciest ball in Seattle, if such a thing existed, everyone there would be wearing big floppy fleece. When I met my wife, Liza, all she owned was fleece, oh
4: jeans God. and fleece. I can't do modern athleisure. It has to be oh my God. wool knit. You know what I mean? It you has...
1: two sound so oh. like upper crust. No, no, no. I need mean my tweets. Is the no, no, no. So and You know what? I need mean my. Okay, no, we'll... Can I say one
0: thing? Can I say one thing? So that you're making us into stereotypes and caricatures, and that's not what we are. Oh. Let me, let me talk. About, <laughs> but, but wait a Let me talk about this.
1: You're doing it. I found
0: this monocle store uh-huh. where you can get you can get a horn rimmed monocle just like the one Clank had on Hogan Heroes. Oh my god. And it's so great. Like I don't even need a monocle. Both my eyes, you know, it's the same prescription. But um, but what I do is I buy two monocles and I hold them in. Uh, And they act like glasses, but they're they're even more uh, effete.
4: This is highly erotic. Do you agree? Oh,
1: highly disagree. This is the least erotic thing I've ever heard. So you want cold weather, but you want a cold weather where everyone's dressing kind of posh.
0: Like not you, posh not posh not no, posh we're talking like Irish like, pub yeah Irish know? pub exactly this is not posh we're talking about we're talking about Irish pub i would i wish i smoked a pipe and i wish <laughs> i wish that when i smoked a pipe and and this is a line from the simpsons not a line i wrote but a line that i really loved at the time when i was working there flanders talked about how sometimes he liked to smoke Smoked his pipe. And he said, yep. Sometimes I like to fire up the old briar. And (laughs) I remember thinking, God damn it. I wish I smoked so I could get a big crazy pipe. Cause you know, I do bits. I can do bits with a pencil. Think what I could do with a pipe. Oh
1: my God. I would
0: get a big pipe and I I would get a very, I would get the tobacco pouch and i would get my little tool that packs it in and i'd say well time to fire up the old briar oh and i would God. puff on that pipe and then i'd walk around in my tweed coat and be just a dick hey conan <laughs> yeah i bought a new umbrella
4: yesterday <laughs> no you did not oh, yeah, oh, plaid God. which is it plaid oh, of course plaid. It's, plaid. it's extra long so you can use oh. it as a walking stick yes!
0: oh yeah i get your little wolf
4: little wolf's head no, on the... I wish. what am i in heaven <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Well, if you don't
0: have a wolf's head on the handle, then you're in hell, sir. <laughs> hell, I say. Uh, all right, we gotta get into it.
1: <laughs> uh, please, please hey, make this end. I am
0: thrilled about today. My guest uh, is, uh, good Lord. Uh, absolutely brilliant, hilarious writer, actor, and comedian behind such shows as Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. The 12th and final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm is now airing on HBO and streaming on Max. Uh, Thrilled isn't the word. Honored, uh, just blown away, just uh, can't say enough about this gentleman. Larry David, welcome.
3: feel this group um, is diverse enough, because I'm a little <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I, mean, I gotta say I'm slightly <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm a little bit of all the British Isles, yeah. if that helps. <laughs> you know? so
5: this will be your belly button mark here.
3: What buddy. is that? Yeah, there's a camera right there, yeah. you know. What do you mean, a belly I'm on TV? Sure, it's, uh, this is being broadcast now. <laughs> what
5: the now. fuck, man? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, first of all, this is a surprise to me. <laughs> 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 You've had a lot of surprises today. Yeah. You didn't know we yeah. were all the way in central uh, Los Angeles? No, I did not.
0: Yeah. No. And uh, you live quite far away.
3: You know, it's amazing as you're taking the drive, how the resentment builds and builds and builds. <laughs> 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 Until finally, I, you know, I'm coming north of Arlington. What what am I doing here? Yeah, You and I live very close to each other. By the way, I, I think it's important for your listeners and viewers to know that Conan has already made... Not one, but two anti-Semitic statements to me. (laughs) Personally, yeah. Keep that in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two. I was going to, yeah. to <laughs> he's, he's the, gonna, gonna try to get to seven before the hour's up. I going to try to get to seven. Someone made a bet, and it was Jeff Ross, actually, who said, I bet you can't get seven in.
0: And uh, Adam Sachs is okay with it, too. So two Jewish people of the Jewish faith have said, let's try and get to seven. I'll keep a tally. Yeah, two. thank you very much. Two. So far, all you've done is bitch about how long you had to drive to get here. Okay. Uh, which okay. I thought was... See,
3: I think, again... Again, uh-huh. you're accusing me of complaining, okay? I didn't say kvetch, I <laughs> yeah. said bitch. Uh, yes, but still, you're you're treading into an area now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe yeah. <laughs> that you complaining is considered an anti-Semitic- Yes, <laughs> okay. yes it is. <laughs> okay. yes, it is. <laughs> all right, well, so that, again- Is that three? Is that huh? three? It's uh, 2.5. Uh, it's <laughs> 2.5. 2.5, <laughs> I think, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> Larry, I dread this day, the day that you would come in here. But most people do, wouldn't, you, before uh, they see me, yeah. <laughs> You're really, uh, you're not a good guy. I
3: think it's fair to say, right? I think it's, you know. I, I, no, I don't, I don't think so. You disagree. People refer to me as splendid, that I'm a splendid <laughs> I don't know if I'm a good guy. I'm a splendid you're fellow. You're a splendid fellow. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. Thank you.
0: I remember very clearly the first time I met you. you uh, I was shooting something on the same lot where you guys shot Seinfeld. I have been doing the late night show for about two years. I walked over because I saw something was being shot and exterior was being shot. And then uh, you were standing near a table and you were eating a, a sandwich, mm. chomping away uh-huh. like a monster on a sandwich. <laughs> uh-huh. And yeah. I got introduced to you and with a full mouth, you said, I haven't seen your show. <laughs> and you said, and I went, okay. And you said, Uh, so I don't know if you're any good or not. Oh, God. (laughs) And and you're with a full mouth. And I said, okay. And you went, I mean, I'm not being rude. I'm just telling you, honestly, chomp, 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 another bite. I haven't seen your show, so I can't say right now whether you are any good or you're not any good. And I said, okay. And I remembered thinking, I respect the honesty. You didn't sugarcoat it.
3: I I have to say that does not sound like my... (laughs) <laughs> that, that's much nicer than I thought. Okay, probably. all right, all right, all right. But you know what? You were my first uh, talk show.
0: That's right. Yeah, and you were not happy about coming on a talk show, but I remembered uh, I got you through. Is the way I look at it. Yes, you did.
3: Yes, you did. And and Conan. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget how 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 kind you were to me. Yes, in that time, Yeah. in your time, time of need, yes, really. When you think about it, need, yeah, because it's it's a you know it's a nerve wracking thing. Your, your first uh, talk show, you know. Yeah, I guess uh, so. Yeah, I was not prepared mm-hmm. because I thought when you go on those shows that you actually you you just talk, but there's research done people have no idea what what goes into this they see people on these talk shows and they think they're being all spontaneous and they're just talking but but they're not they're doing prepared material yes a producer calls them beforehand
0: in your case it would have been frank smiley
3: frank smiley
0: calling you and yelling at you probably
3: frank smiley called i was supposed to come up with some anecdotes i guess but nothing in my life, nothing ever happens to me. So I, right. uh, there was you a, had, there's not been one anecdotal <laughs> yeah, moment in your life. Exactly. There's a terrible dearth of anecdotes. So <laughs> yeah.
0: to me, the secret is once people know you and like you and they know your rhythm, you don't need the anecdotes anymore. Once they knew you, through my kindness of putting you on a <laughs> talk yeah, show, yeah. they got to know you. They yes. didn't know you from Curb or from Seinfeld, no. two shows that had never really been much viewed. <laughs> But when they saw you on my show at 12.50 at night, I think it got
3: you through. <laughs> those were, uh, for those of you, those uh, were loud swallows. That was a swallow. And I don't think that's a terrible thing to do after, after a swallow. <laughs> why why do, why do I have to curb that? Yeah. <laughs> why should you apologize? Why should I apologize? And, you know, if there are bodily functions, you, you, you do it. You do. <laughs> you, it. you do it. I don't. I, I don't think that's rude. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like. It. I like your little crew here. It's very it's nice. <laughs> it's,
0: it's very nice. I like these people. You know, <laughs> people ask me all the time. Uh, they say to me, "Conan, you know everyone in the business," and I say thank you. And then they say, uh, "Larry David is he exactly like he is on Curb Your Enthusiasm?" And I say, "Yes, he is. You are exactly like that guy. You would claim that." You're not quite that guy. But the times I've hung out with you at parties, I feel
3: there might as well be a camera recording this for HBO. Oh. You are the same guy. You know, I take that as a tremendous compliment. <laughs> yes. Because, you Because I got to tell you something. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I am so in love with uh-huh. that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's my hero. Yeah, yeah, he should be.
0: Yeah, it must be nice though because you've carved that out for yourself. And then if people encounter you in real life, you don't have to in any way contort yourself to please them. Yes, you can tell them, I don't feel like taking a selfie. It's not really what I want to do right now.
3: And they, they, they love. They must love and it, and they laugh. Yeah. and they laugh. Except a, a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I got invited to a, a dinner party. And, you know, 10, five, 10 years ago, I would have gone, okay, okay yeah, okay, it sounds good. What's the address? <laughs> and now, this time, I said, who's coming?
5: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
3: Did not go over well. (laughs) The the, the person was offended. The person seemed to have been a little offended. (laughs) And I I wound up not going. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. So there you go. So I I did, uh, I tried to be Larry and it didn't work. But by the way, as long as we're on the subject, is it such a terrible question to ask? Who's going to? Why? Why is it such a secret? Why is that a secret? I, I don't understand. The, I don't understand the big secret. You can't say who's who's going. Why?
0: I don't get it. Yes, I think you are within your rights to ask who's going. Thank you. Thank you. Because you want to find out. Also, I'm imagining you have enemies. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, you want to make sure you're not walking into a party. I just
3: made four more as I walked (laughs) into the building.
0: (laughs) But, you know, you want to make sure. You want to know. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know. It's like a mobster who's going to a restaurant wants to know how many ways are there in, you know, uh, if there's if I'm attacked, is
3: there a way out? Yeah, you got to know exactly because a lot of times, honestly, you'll be invited to these dinner parties and you find yourself s- sitting next to uh, some insurance salesman, and you know you're there the whole for, for two and a half hours s- sitting next to him or her, whatever. Yeah, it's not comfortable. Let
0: me ask you a question, and you, I want you to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you came to my house not long ago. Uh, You didn't know who was going to be there. Were you pleased? Were you not pleased? And you can tell me. Well, (laughs) (laughs) were there enough celebrities to make you comfortable? Were there two? Were there? You know, did you feel that it was a good environment, a good ecosystem for you?
3: I need like three comedians, and I'm I'm fine, right do I count as a comedian?
1: Oh, Conan.
3: Conan. Conan. <laughs> poor Conan. Oh,
0: Conan, on, you it's just, poor, it. It's just sad. you
3: sad. <laughs> Don't do this to him. <laughs> come on. Yes, Conan. Thank <laughs> you. you, can, you can. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I wasn't sure, you no, know, no, you no. seemed happy. You no, seemed, no. Uh, you seemed
3: pleased. You know, comedians, but then at one point, comedians, comedians comedy writers, uh, you know, e- either one, yes. yeah.
0: But at one point, I noticed that you had retreated to a separate area and you were just observing. Uh, you were, eating your food and you were just observing other people as as if you were, uh, you know, looking at birds, (laughs) you know, (laughs) doing little sketches. And I wondered if that's normal behavior for you.
3: I'll tell you what, I don't like sitting with a plate on my lap. Right. Okay. Right. And I saw there was a counter, there were stools in front of the counter and I thought this, this would be a good spot to plant myself. Mm -hmm. And so I planted and, uh, it turned out to be a a, a great spot because mm-hmm. when people come over, this is what I do at parties. By the way, I always sit. You can't be in the middle of a room making small talk, and, th- and then you're going. Your brain is racing. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm out. I can't. <laughs> I got you know, nothing. I got, got nothing. I got nothing. How? What? What? The bathroom? Do I have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to get a drink or, or I know I'll do TV Larry. I'll do TV Larry. All right. Well, it's been nice talking to you. Yeah. And then, and then you move on. Right. I think people know now that you can't have interminable conversations. (laughs) They can't go on forever. There's gotta be an out there's gotta be an out you you know what you're on a podcast right now how
0: long is this this gonna go (laughs) We may be done this is our special five-hour salute no but it's not it's a special (laughs) five-hour salute to larry david
3: but i think i think i have an idea for parties i have an idea for parties you have a party sheriff okay (laughs) (laughs) and he he sits (laughs) <laughs> he's in a chair above uh, the party. He's overseeing yes. the party. Yep, like a lifeguard. <laughs> like a lifeguard. Or or he's in another room on video. Yeah, and he's got cameras on everybody. Like a pit
4: boss. Uh, yeah, yes.
3: like a pit boss. And he's he's seeing the conversations. He's looking at him. He's seeing how it's going. He's looking at the body language. He's timing <laughs> conversations. And then and then he sees that somebody's in trouble. And he goes, "Okay, all right, I gotta go." He goes down. <laughs> He takes the version by the arm. He goes, excuse me, this this is over. (laughs) This is brilliant. This is brilliant. I I have to have this. I have to have this. I mean, this is a great idea. It's
4: brilliant.
0: It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I love that idea. I think we've all been there.
1: He doesn't even pretend to take, "Hey, I need to talk to you about." So no, 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 like, no, no, no. No. no.
0: Everybody's oh. aware oh. Everybody's aware. Also, does he flash oh. a badge? Yeah. <laughs> does he put it's up a badge and it's say it's this back, is over? Yeah. This is over.
3: Everybody's aware there's a sheriff. There's a, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, there's somebody overseeing <laughs> overseeing the party. By the way, I think I'd be a good one. it <laughs> would <laughs> be great. I'd like to volunteer. I I definitely could do that job. A party sharp, for sure.
0: All right. I think I you know I want you to do it for me. I'm going to set up cameras. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I I am a good host. I mingle. You probably saw I mingle a lot. I get to everyone. I, I didn't get
3: the. I got like t- 13 seconds. Because I knew yeah. I I knew that you were fine. That I was fine. Yeah. yeah. I yeah.
0: don't worry about you. And then there are other people I worry of about. Of course, of course. You know. Yeah. So I I yeah. I probably short drifted you. You didn't get the full Conan. Which is, I'm told, magnificent. I oh, felt a little on the shrifty side. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There was some shriftness uh, present, yes.
0: You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park. Or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations.
1: But I like blaming it on not having reception.
0: I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus... They also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me.
4: Hey, Blake, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss
0: it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss you it. You know, be- I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. <laughs> well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take Sorry. it. Just take it down I didn't notch. know
4: what brunch was. I can hear him. <laughs> when the restaurant's open for brunch.
0: Okay. Uh, so I
4: used uh, my T-Mobile coverage
0: to check out brunch. Way. That's brunch. All right. mike sweeney is working downstairs Uh, mike Mike sweeney Sweeney. uh, worked worked in the comedy clubs with you and mike sweeney has been with me for almost 30 years i think not working he just hangs around (laughs) um but he's he's a terrific incredible writer he's been with me forever but he loves to talk about you in the clubs, oh, God, and what you were like yeah. as uh, as a stand-up. I was and, very young, I was and a one, young of, man. one of my favorite stories that he tells, and I don't want to mistell it, is that you apparently had a joke that you would do at the top of your set, <laughs> which, and you would tell the other comics yeah. Yeah. if the crowd goes for this, I know that it's my crowd, and I'll continue. Yeah, and then if they don't go for this, I'll know that it's not going to go well. And the joke was.
3: Oh, was the uh, the two form? Yeah, I did that on the curb special. Yep. Basically, I'd go up. (laughs) I (laughs) say,
0: go out to a packed crowd, nightclub, yeah, comedy club. I
3: I, I can't even do it. You're making me laugh. (laughs) Uh, Okay, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Uh huh. A lot of
0: pressure. I like this more than the, the I like the joke, but- uh,
3: You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, seem, you seem like a, by the way, hey, you, you seem like a very good audience tonight. I'm wondering, uh, <laughs> may I use the two form with you people? Because I feel, I feel very kind of close to you. I feel like I know you. Do, do you mind if I jump into the two form? <laughs> and uh, if I got laughs, so I would continue, yep. I'd go. You know, Caesar used the two phone with Brutus even after Brutus stabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> he he yeah. said uh, to Brutus, I think at that point if somebody's trying to kill you, you don't have to be that familiar with them. Right, right. Yeah. So I would I would throw that out right. there. Right.
0: And, yeah. and and Sweeney said that the other comedians would all come out and they would watch because they were so fascinated to see what would happen. And their favorite thing was if the crowd didn't go for it. <laughs> You became enraged, yeah. <laughs> and, and you start berating them.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, I guess you people. I guess you people didn't take Spanish or French in high school. <laughs> you know, there's a familiar two form. <laughs> In Spanish, instead, if if it's kind of formal. But if you're friends with a person, then you use the two form.
0: Imagine you're being yelled at. You you and I have talked a little bit about, because I worked at Saturday Night Live. You had worked there earlier, and you were very principled about doing things your way. I know at SNL, it wasn't a good fit for you.
3: Yeah, I didn't get one. Oh, I got one sketch on at that wonderful 1250 slot favorite my yeah. that's my that's the sweet spot <laughs> right. 1250 yeah, yeah that's yeah. where i that's where i used to hang out
0: <laughs> i love
3: that yes yeah, so i had one sketch on the whole year at one point you just
0: became angry and quit yes and yes. then famously showed up a couple of days later
3: uh, i pretended the whole thing never happened
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which became a yeah. became yeah. a seinfeld Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah yeah
3: yeah, <laughs> you know, I was co- I was computing how much money I had. Co- I, I cost myself enough money to live on for two years for me, and I, I go, oh boy, what an idiot! That was so stupid. Because I really I had a I had a, like a hissy fit. I I, I went up to Dick Ebersol and I said, this shows stinks. This is right before air. (laughs) (laughs) This is like week number six. And I had been cut every week and I went up to him and he had had the headphones on, Mm -hmm. the headset on. And I went, this show stinks. It's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I'm done here.
0: (laughs) And and you just came
3: back. I just came back.
0: Now, (laughs) maybe because
3: he had the headset on, he couldn't hear you. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, no, I came back and uh, I pretended it never happened, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. It worked I, think, I, I think you did that a few times, Sona. I'm yeah. sure I did. I think there
0: was a couple, because Sona is my assistant, and there were several times where I think you told me to fuck off.
1: I've stormed off a lot. Stormed and off, and then, and then that, I'd, I'd come
0: in the next day and you'd be eating Zanku chicken at your
1: desk
3: <laughs> and watching The Bachelor. Yeah, and, and you I'd, you
1: completely just didn't oh, even mention my do? outburst. Yeah, what are you gonna I'm, do? I'm
3: surprised it didn't really catch on throughout the country. You know, that uh, after I told the story. Yeah. Hey, this is a way I could tell off my boss and then come back and keep my job. I would think because
0: of the shows you've worked on or created Seinfeld and then Curb, those are shows where everybody thinks they have a good episode. Anybody can come up to you and say... You know, when you're at the gas station yeah. and you go to clean, but there's no towel there to wipe off the squeegee. Yeah. And I think that's a thing that happens to everybody. And shouldn't that happen to Larry? Yeah. And you have to, what do you do? Cause you must get that constantly.
3: I go, let me stop you right there.
0: I'd <laughs> <laughs> like you to meet the pit sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, there should be a pit <laughs> sheriff too. Sure. Yeah.
3: I go, let me stop you right there. You know, um... I'm not the Writers Guild forbid yes! to hear ideas yes! from from other people, so um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sure it's a great idea, but I, I can't. I can't hear it. Right. Yeah. And does that work? That doesn't work. Yeah. No, it works. Okay. It's pretty good. What doesn't work? Are the pictures, because uh, you're in the street. Hey, there's a fan, wanting wanting to take a picture, and so I, <laughs> so I, I thought uh, I th- I tried something new, and I said, you know what. I can't take pictures outside. (laughs) Wait, what? What? What, like (laughs) a vampire? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said, you know, there's there's people, I can't take pictures outside. And then when I was inside, I would say to people, you know what? I can't take pictures. (laughs) And uh, is, how's that working for you? It, you know, it started out okay. And then I I, I sort of couldn't get through it without laughing. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> I realized how stupid it was. But, you know, people actually, people actually bought it. I go, you know, I can't take pictures inside.
0: <laughs> There's something about your past that doesn't make sense. There's a lot of things that do make sense. But I didn't know that you were... In the U.S. Army Reserve. Oh, yeah. And I cannot imagine you in any situation where people are telling you this is how you must behave and this is what's required. Yeah. I, it, it, really I, tough. <laughs> I just can't imagine <laughs> really you
3: tough uh, falling into line. You did that for a couple of years, right? Yeah, I was in the reserves to avoid going to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I know.
0: Um. (laughs) I know we'll bring that up second that's my next question you seem very old to me that's my next question which isn't even
3: a question I'm realizing none of these are questions these are just statements yeah so um, yeah I was in I was in the uh, the reserves to avoid Vietnam and um, I was in it I went to basic training I had uh, occupational specialty school I was I was a petroleum storage specialist by the way oh there you go yeah yeah So then I had to go to meetings once a month for um, the next six years. And to go to the the meetings were near my parents' apartment in Brooklyn. And I was living in Manhattan. So once a month, I would go home. And I had a big, uh, I think the word was at the time, uh, Jufro. (laughs)
0: Now you have, that's- Wait, do I tally this? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) That's, he has one anti-Semitic comment (laughs) to my 2.5. The score is one to Uh, 2.5. This is anybody's game. Wow. (laughs) I'm excited. I can't believe we're competing. I got this now. I want this.
3: So anyway, I would stay with my parents for the weekend and I had a wig and I would wear the wig and I was doing this once a month. And then in the summer, there was a summer camp that you had to go away for two weeks. So all these guys uh, were in my unit. And then I heard about a a psychiatrist who was writing letters uh, for like two hundred fifty dollars. And so I went to see him and I talked to him for, uh, you know, 45 minutes and he wrote me up this letter and the letter basically said that I was crazy. And uh, I took the letter and this is I'm in for 2 years now. So I know all these people. <clears throat> Imagine coming to work and acting insane. Yeah. Which is what I did. I had the letter. <laughs> oh my god. And I was,
5: <laughs> where's, where's, where's,
3: where's the major? Where's the major? I need to talk to the major. Yeah. So they did it work? I, I saw friends. These are friends of mine. Sure. I socialize with these people. I see them all huddled together, pointing and looking. What's uh, pointing at me? What's he doing? What's with David? What? Look at him! Look at him! <laughs> and then I, I I went to see the major, and um, and the major was reading the letter. And he, he's talking to me, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm answering his questions. <laughs> and after five minutes, he says to me, Can you drive home?
5: Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. What?
3: And I swear I said this line way before Dustin Hoffman said it in that <sighs> movie. I said, Oh, yeah, I'm a good driver. <laughs> a good driver. <laughs> and, and that was it. And I got uh-huh. out. Good for you. Yeah. Do you still have that letter? You must. I don't think I do. Okay. Uh, we'll find it. Yeah. I have to say, tremendous performance on my part. Yeah. (laughs) Tremendous. I can tell. And here it was spectacular. Yeah, Yeah, it's really good. good. lighting and
0: everything. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) The job I can imagine you having, which you did, was you were a limo driver. I don't know if you ever did this, but this has happened to me many times. I go to the airport and I get picked up, and my wife and I are in the back and we're chatting. And then out of nowhere, the driver says, I have a cream for that. You know, they've clearly been listening. It's like your phone when it knows you've been talking about maybe I'll get a, maybe I I should go buy a new camping tent. And then your phone suddenly suggests, you know, REI is just a block and a half away. And it's this eerie feeling. Right, right. Were you a listener? Would you listen in and and interject?
3: Their their conversations really weren't interesting enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She she was an old woman. She was practically blind. She could see a little bit. Right. And I took complete advantage of her.
5: <laughs>
3: because she couldn't see. She didn't know if the car was filthy or not. And it was filthy. <laughs> so she I, I would hear from the back seat, is the car clean? Yeah. I go, yeah, yeah spotless. yeah, spotless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always yeah. means not yeah. true. That's a giveaway. And she said to me, You got your hat on? Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a chauffeur's cap. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I said, Yeah, yeah, I got that, I got the cap on. Yeah, I got the cap on. <laughs> And then, and then and then one of her one of her friends squealed on me.
5: <laughs> who would
3: do that <laughs> she saw she saw the car, the condition of the car. it was a Datsun. Uh, yeah <laughs> she, she saw the, how filthy the car was, and she squealed on me and um and that was it. I lied. I got fired, yeah. know that you studied history because i studied history i love history
0: i don't know how how it's come into it but it's felt like it's helped me a million times major yeah and it's been like a lifelong passion of mine but i read history and then i feel like that fills up my comedy well somehow i don't know how i can't explain it i
3: completely agree with you i'm i'm really uh, happy that i majored in history and not communications or any of that stuff Mm -hmm. um you know people like if they want to be an actor or they or a comedian they 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 take it so seriously like they're a cl- there's no class you can't there's nothing to learn You either you can do it or you can't. I think,
0: right that's the that's mostly how I come down on it yeah. I think there I think you can you can improve, you can hone your skills,
3: yeah, because you're doing it, you're practicing ninety percent right. yeah. of
0: what I do I was doing uh, in around my kitchen table in a big family yeah in yeah, yeah. in Boston or With my friends, uh, and then it's just been heightened and indulged (laughs) by enablers all around me. But it it does feel to me like that's most of it.
3: Yeah, I guess I, I would never want to be in a comedy class to hear those forced laughs. I'd, I'd rather just go up on uh, on a stage and and do it. You know those people that they're just going to be forcing their laughs. You know, like everybody. just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I gotta say, I I don't even mind it. I can. No, they're very, difference. they're yeah. very good. In fact, I'm reversing my my, my whole opinion on this. Yeah. <laughs> they're very good. Yeah, no, they're, they're very good. really. Really, you, you guys are the best fake laughers I've ever been around. <laughs> I don't know how you avoid that because
0: there's a lot of at sitcom table reads. And sketch comedy table reads. I think I was lucky because on all the years I was doing late night, we were pretty brutally honest about things, and uh, people were very happy to tell me they thought that something I was thought of wasn't a good idea. They really enjoyed that, and (laughs) and then every now and then I would see, I would visit someone who was working on a sitcom. And I would see, they're reading the script for like the fifth time. You've seen this phenomenon. Yeah. I doubt it happened at Seinfeld because whatever you were doing there was right. But there's this phenomenon where uh, you're being a good person and a good sport and you're helping grease the wheels for the whole project. Like you're being a good member of the <laughs> Communist Party if you laugh. <laughs> right. And so you're, it's the fifth time a script is being read and people are like, <laughs> you know, and uh, I found
3: it really uh, upsetting, for lack of a better word. Honestly, I don't think we ever did. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a modest fellow. You know that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a... It says it on your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm not a braggart. No.
5: no. I, I There's don't, no braggadocio. N- no,
3: I don't go on about myself. Not at all. But, um... I I don't think we ever did uh, like a second read through. We did the one read through, and if it didn't work, we, we would fix it, and then we wouldn't have another one. We just do the show. So I really don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. There you go. Well, do you know what I'm talking about outside of of uh, the, yeah, the no, projects uh, you've
3: worked on? Have you seen this absolutely, phenomenon? Absolutely. Yeah. The, no. The um, yeah. You're right. You're not. You're not. You're not helping the project by laughing. Right. But. What do you do in situations? I'm sure this has happened to you, tons of times, where you'll be given a friend will give you a script, yeah, and then what you have to, of course, you have to read it, and then if it's not any good, well, what do you do? I, you say yeah. I can't read a script indoors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll step outside. Yeah. Hey, today isn't a good day yeah. to step
3: outside. Well, it's a, it's 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 difficult sometimes to come up with exactly the right wording for it that's why texting is good because you can do a few drafts until you get until you get it right i think <laughs> rather than rather than running into the street hey did you read it yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. oh it's fantastic yeah
0: i don't know i can usually find cons- constructive criticism that i can make about something but I-, I wouldn't be able to say like well this just isn't funny no, you can't to, say that. I can't say that because no. that's not – how does that help the person yeah. in any way?
3: But also sometimes you're, you're given something to see or read after it's already locked and there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. So you have to go, oh, yeah, this is great. What are you going to do? Right. So you got to
0: lie. Right. I've been in a few screenings with you. Yeah. Uh, you and I have been together and when things were screened before, and it's been interesting to watch you. You always have- Oh, uh,
3: oh. <laughs> Yeah. I think I, I, think yeah, I know yeah, what you're You're very good. To. You're very yeah. good. Very, <laughs> very, very good. Uh, I, I, could, maybe we could, without mentioning-
0: Well, I think we can. This, I, re- I love this story, but you go and see a lot of things, I go and see a lot of things. There have been a couple of times where I've seen something screened and you've been in the room, and we saw one thing, it was very long.
3: It was a, it was a, it was a,
0: a studio movie. Yeah. yeah, studio movie. It was very long, and so we see this final cut of this big budget studio movie when we we're both there, and there was someone there taking questions, and uh, who worked for the studio, and they wanted feedback, and I'm, I'm eager. I, just, I'm always think I, oh, I don't want to look like a dick. I don't want them to see who I really am. So <laughs> so I will, uh, you know, what am I going to do? And man, this is getting late and I really want to get out of here. And you did this thing where the thing ends, lights come up and you immediately shot your hand up and you said- No, wait,
3: but there were a couple of questions before I did that. Yes, yeah.
0: one or two questions. Yeah, yeah. You shot your hand up and you said, <laughs> I have one question and then I've got to go. <laughs> and as- you asked a quick question and as you were asking it, you were putting your down jacket on, you put your down. And so you said, I've got one question and then I have to go and I'm looking at you. And, and, you, I,
3: and I looked at him. We made eye contact. We made eye contact. And I saw the admiration and envy. Okay, okay. So anyway,
0: so anyway, he's this, the, the studio person's answering the question as you leave. And you go. I think you're right. I think you're. That's a good point. And you're like bye, and you left. I was there for another forty five minutes while people were saying, um, you know, when the aliens come to the other planet, it wasn't quite clear, and uh, so you might want to in post. And so I I leave, and, and and the next morning I wake up and my phone is right by my bed, and I turned it on, and there's a text from Larry, and it says, "Quote: I have one." question and then I have to go (laughs) quote and then it says how fucking genius was that (laughs) Exclamation point, question mark. And then it says, you must have been so jealous. (laughs) So the next morning you knew, you went to bed that night with your covers tucked under your chin, thinking, I made O'Brien, I left him in the dirt.
3: I have to say. It was was such a proud moment for you. Yeah, I was so thrilled with it because it was so brilliant. Yeah, it was just such a great move. Boy, Sometimes sometimes I mean, it's like writing sometimes you're in a corner right <laughs> yes and you get you have to write yourself out of this yes yeah and that that's that's what happened yeah.
0: yeah and 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 I think it made it feel all the sweeter that I had to stay late i think that you have to admit that was, that was that the was, cherry on the sunday that was the
3: cherry on the sunday yeah. yeah that was that was great it would it wouldn't have been nearly as satisfying if you weren't there you are wrapping up curb this is the last season wow. Uh. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> is this news to you?
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Oh, boy.
0: You're regretting it? You can always, um, you can come back and take, you can just pretend you oh. never told them this is the <laughs> last.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should
0: do all, you yeah. know you should do? A whole last season salute.
3: Yeah. Get all the love.
0: Get all that love gravy. Yeah. All of that. This was a benchmark yeah. show. What a landmark, you know, what it changed everything. And then come back and do another
3: <laughs> three more seasons. You're really great on the callbacks, by the way. I think this is your second or third. It's my ninth. Yeah, it's your ninth.
0: Yeah, it's great. One of the things that because my son really got into Curb and we started watching them again, and I thought intentional, not intentional, but your style of comedy it so fits younger people today. Things are played very real. I th- I could talk to probably like a 15 year old who would say I love that show.
3: The multicam started. I mean, it's such an old format. Yeah, it started in like the early '50s, right? Yeah. So I love Lucy. Yeah, and Desi. Lou went yeah. all the way to the. I guess there's still shows like that, but this show's improvised, and I think that lends a sense of uh, reality and spontaneity to it. Yeah, that um, the young people enjoy. Well, I think there's also I can
0: remember when I was growing up, I accepted it, but I'm still I'm watching Happy Days, and a character enters there's massive applause and the
3: Fonz has to wait yeah. for the, and we just accepted that. Well, the, Kramer used to get applause when yes, he would enter. That's right. That's right. And so everybody would wait and, and then he would start talking. And then finally, um, I think we had to tell the audience not to applaud when he came in and we put a stop to it. But the, but
0: no one else would put a stop to that. What I'm saying is that was so encouraged that it got to a point in the 70s and 80s on sitcoms where characters would come in with important information. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <clears throat> the you know, the tests are back yeah. and, uh, and it's fatal. And the character would come rushing in and people would go like, whoa, look, it's Dr. Cuckoo. And, and occasionally, and you'd see those characters would have to kind of nod and look yeah. out. Yeah. And then, by the way, the tests are back. <laughs> it's cancer of the spleen. You will not survive. You know, and you're like, this is madness, but yeah. we just, I, yeah, the, there's crazy. the things that we, I think I knew on some level, this isn't good, even when I was a kid, but um, also there are
3: scenes that are outside and there's an audience laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where's the audience? Where are they? <laughs> what are they on the corner? <laughs> it's crazy. Um,
0: there's such a, Emphasis on jokes, jokes, jokes. And I knew that because really the only show like that that I had worked on was The Simpsons. We, there was we, we worked so hard on jokes, having to be just going over and over and over to get the best jokes. And then you, you find that, and I, I love that format and I love working on that show and think it's brilliant. But on your show... What I loved—it's that old Jack Benny thing. The biggest laugh can be on a reaction.
3: The other thing—well, um, it's nice of you to say. I think it's the first compliment you've ever given to me in, in our <laughs> relationship. So it really—it means so so much to me. <laughs> So much to me. Is it the first? And thank you. I think it is the first. From from the bottom of my, of my, whatever whatever this is.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm told. I'm told I have a, you're like the Grinch now. I know.
0: (laughs) Are you listening to who, Bill?
3: The 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 Larry David. The thing about the three camera show, yes, the jokes tons of jokes. They're coming at you one after another. There are are people in rooms. uh, um, There are writers in these rooms till three o'clock in the morning, punching up scripts, joke after joke, after joke. And they tell the joke and the character says the joke and nobody ever laughs. Nobody ever laughs Mm -hmm. in these shows, which is odd because if these things are so funny, Mm -hmm. how come nobody ever laughs? Right. Well, they don't laugh because laughing is the hardest thing to act, I think
0: and be real that and drunk i've always yeah, told, been yeah. told yeah being drunk is uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry oh, <sighs> I, gotta, <laughs> I got the fuck out of here <laughs> sorry i, I didn't mean, i just wanted to tell you that you weren't quite right is it a big surprise who's on the final season is it a surprise
3: oh oh wait a second wait a second have i been sitting here this whole time have we not acknowledged that this man. Whoa. This man right here. Conan. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this guy uh-huh. is yeah. in the show. Really? Here. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He's here. Yes. Yeah. He's a guest star. I he's might be here. one of
0: the reasons it's the final yeah. season.
3: He's in the bottom of the barrel, huh? And and he gave me a compliment before. Huh? R- and and I know I know you think, oh well, he gave me a compliment. Now I'm gonna return the compliment. He was so so, yeah <laughs> no it, it was great, it was great we had a we had a great time he was uh, you you were very good, and uh, thank you for doing it well. And am sure I was and, compensated it's the only on own reason own. I'm here today actually
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a tit
3: for tat and uh I had to do the, I had to do the tat he did the tit and I, I, did the and tit. I had to do the tat yeah, yeah.
0: I always do the yeah, tat yeah. you always do the tat yeah
3: and I don't like being a tat by the way you it's, it's, it's not uncomfortable being a tat I'd much rather be the tit. yeah <laughs> such a stupid I'm sorry
5: <laughs> let's take that out of context
0: uh, Uh, I am enraged because we talked to fans on this show and I did talk to a fan. Oh, yeah. And this really stuck in my craw and I think I've mentioned this to you but I need to bring it up here in this forum. Uh, A young woman who's a big fan of mine and she's Talking about, you know, she's unlucky in love. She's looking for the right kind of guy. And uh, she wants someone who's funny. She wants this, she's uh, that. And I said, what kind of person do you look for? And she said, well, you'd be really good, but you're too old. And I went, okay, that's, you know, this, this woman's in her 30s and I'm 60. And I said, I, I completely understand that. And she said, but Larry David... <laughs> I like Larry David, and I uh, I became uh, a wild beast. And I started to you did. You did. shouting Rightfully at her. So. You know what are you talking yeah. about? I said eh, Larry David could have technically driven me home from the hospital as a baby. I think he's 15 to 16 years older than me. And I, I, I couldn't shake it. She was like, no, you're too old. But the ladies like their Larry David. I hear that all the time. It's the <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I won't even try to explain it, but, uh, it has been a, uh, an honor to have you here. I say that knowing that, uh, you'll make a face, but, uh, just an absolute thrill to talk to you. And it was a big deal for me to get to be in that episode. So, because, uh, like everyone, I adore your work. So there you go. Ended on a nice note, there's nothing you can do about it.
3: Well, uh, I had a, I had a wonderful time. <laughs>
0: I want you to do my eulogy <laughs> like, like a first date <laughs> A peck on the cheek I might get a peck on the cheek I had,
3: I had a wonderful time uh-huh. And uh, honestly I, I hope we can do it again
0: <laughs> Ask him upstairs Ask him upstairs We will never see this man again That's, that's one of the all time <laughs> You'll never see him again Yeah. Thank
3: you uh, This was great, thank you
0: If you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform. And one source of truth. This is unbelievable. I've been talking about this idea for years. I
1: know. I want you to explain it more. I can.
0: Okay. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. I had this idea years ago. (laughs) I was telling people, no one listened to me. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Because you've got one unified Unified business business management management suite. Suite. You said that. Yeah. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math, man. Yeah. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Conan, netsuite.com slash Conan. I'm going to say it one more time just for emphasis. NetSuite.com slash Conan. Conan here. And uh, I'm just going to say this is a special segment. Yes. It is because we are joined by my wife, Liza Powell O'Brien. And everyone far prefers Liza to me. (laughs) Yep. That is pretty much true, Oh, right? so true. And I'm tired of it, so we're gonna- I'm What gonna are you gonna sh- do? Oh, I'm gonna cut <laughs> this one down to size. You brought her on the
2: podcast to do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. How are you,
0: betrothed? <laughs>
2: I feel like if I was around everyone as much as you're around them, they would the balance would shift back.
4: No. Nope.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely okay. absolutely not. No, right, I don't then. think I you don't can, can say that kids.
4: with confidence. I don't know you, but I know him. But
2: I chose him. So yeah. what does that tell you? <laughs> That's
0: true. That's true. Of all That's the true. men in the
2: world, you chose this one. <laughs> they were all at my. disposal. <laughs> they were all at your disposal. <laughs> everyone. Matt Pickled Damon.
0: Up. They were all lined up i not Damon. I don't know, it's just. <laughs> and I'm thinking of him, of course, from Team America. I'm not Damon. <laughs> anyway, let's pull this thing together because Liza likes to spend as little time with me as possible. And so the fact that she's here means there's a reason. <laughs> and uh, I am very proud of the fact, there are many things you do that I'm very proud of, uh, but uh, your tolerance for me is a great source of pride. But um, you have made this podcast that uh, I think is stunningly good. I love it. And I'm not just saying that. Many people really like this podcast. It's called Significant Others. And we thought this was a good time to talk about it because it's Valentine's Day. You're so in love with me. Uh (laughs) I do appreciate being recognized for that. It's your greatest achievement is your love for me. It confuses everyone. No, and... Your podcast, though, I wouldn't describe it as a romantic podcast, but it is about couples dynamics, significant others, how they sometimes it's a husband and wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are famous couples. Sometimes it's uh, it could be a father, daughter. There's a power dynamic and how that all works, sometimes positively, sometimes negatively, often positively and negatively. Is that a fair description?
2: yeah it is I think you're right that it's not romance is not at all part of i mean sometimes there are romantic stories, but mostly they're stories of um sort of complicated partnerships yep um yep. which spoke to me i don't know why <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's so funny because you often contrast your podcast with mine. Uh, Ours is is seat of the pants, um, absolute nonsense. Uh I'm always seeing her pretty much uh, in her study, in her small study, crafting these episodes. You get very cool people to do the voices. You also use a bunch of the people here at Team Coco. I do. You really make these things beautifully. And then I'm also a little put off that you have a fantastic podcast voice that is far superior to mine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I, I'm the one who's <laughs> doing the podcast first, because your voice is so terrific. Well, that's I, nice. Thank yeah. you. Season one, I love season two's premiering. I haven't heard a bunch of these yet, and I know that you've been working on them, but I uh for example, Jenny and Karl Marx, mm-hmm. Karl Marx's wife, and what their relationship was like. Mm-hmm. And because you were doing all this research, when you were done with one of the books, I read it. I had never read a book about Karl Marx uh, and his relationship with his wife, Jenny. But that's a husband and wife team uh, where you can really see how, as a couple, they worked with each other. Then there are other teams like Billy Strayhorn and
2: Duke Ellington. Mm -hmm. Billy Strayhorn, Duke Ellington was... I think, has been referred to as the first great American composer. Mm -hmm. He was just unbelievably talented Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, forget the fact that he was, um, you know, violently discriminated against his entire life. But even outside of that, his accomplishments are spectacular. So he kind of had this empire almost of of music and he had all of these different he had different versions of his band and he was touring all the time and kind of stretching himself really thin, and he he met this kid named Billy Strayhorn, who was 21, who had wanted to... I don't want to give the whole story away, mm-hmm. um, but he had wanted to be a concert pianist, and he was a prodigy. He was incredibly gifted, um, used to play the piano in the, um, he, the... He and his family lived in a boarding house, and uh, the prostitutes who lived next door... Um, had a piano, and he would go play on that, mm-hmm. and Ooh, earned, <laughs> I know, and earned earned enough money when he was quite young to buy himself piano lessons. Anyway, so he got into this conservatory in in Philadelphia, and his dream was to be a concert pianist. and And he was basically told you can't because you're black. So he was looking for other ways to express his musical abilities. Anyway, he auditioned kind of for Duke Ellington, and Ellington was like, "Oh, this guy." is special. What Strayhorn could do is he could play in the style of anyone. So he could play in the style of of Duke Ellington and then became his sort of stand-in, his band leader, his collaborator. He wrote a ton of music for him, including the anthem that I think most people think of when they think of Duke Ellington, which is Take the Mm A-Train. That was actually a great story, which I want to tell you. It's just an amazing,
0: iconic piece. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So anyway, and he was um, he was gay and he was very determined to live openly. And so he was um, which at that time is unheard of. It was it wasn't entirely unheard of, but it made it very difficult for him to be a star in his own right because that was still um, a disadvantage. So wow. um, anyway, so
0: that's a really interesting that's a great story. Up, I mean, yeah, what's interesting is. I'll often know one of the names, but not both. Right. Benedict Arnold, I know that name. Mm-hmm. You did Benedict Arnold and Peggy Shippen. I had heard a little bit about Peggy Shippen. That's a fascinating story, how those two work together mm-hmm. in positive, negative ways. Mm-hmm. I love that you cast, as Benedict Arnold, uh, You you cast Andy Richter. <laughs> which resonates with me in so many ways. (laughs) I think complicated is the word that comes up a lot. The series opens up so many different great ideas about how people help each other also can get in the way and how it's a dynamic.
2: Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about how there's some piece of ancient wisdom that talks about how everything's basically... Dependent on how you frame it. So I think these stories are all about that kind of uh, this is the worst matchup ever, although they did help each other in this way. Right, right. I just think that makes it more interesting and more true. I think it's really it's really human to want things to be simple. And I think there's a lot of oversimplification that happens all the time, especially now. And this um, kind of doesn't allow for that.
0: These stories allow for a complicated narrative but uh you listen to them and they're great stories Mm -hmm. and i come away and i sort of wanted i always want to know more about the nietzsche one that's
2: such a great one
0: elizabeth forster nietzsche and friedrich nietzsche and uh
2: a lot of this i owe to the books that i do read that you know there's usually some take by the author, author that's really helpful and and the one that i really appreciated with that was that um You know, his big thing was all about this will to power that, like, you're supposed to will yourself into the best version of yourself that you can be. And she really embodied that in a way that was terrifying. And um, she was incredibly ambitious And he was – he's been misunderstood a lot, I think, and I'm not claiming to be the one who understands him best at all. But he was anti-nationalist. He didn't believe in statehood. He had lived through war and thought it was abhorrent. And he he – you know, his sister marries an anti-Semite who's trying to – found a pure racist colony in Paraguay. He thinks that's disgusting. He stopped speaking to them. And then by the end of his life, he was so incapacitated that she finagled away to become his um, caretaker, his minder, his power of attorney, all of that, and um, used him kind of as a prop that she would walk people past, and she was hanging out with fascists, and Hitler this came to her funeral. This is what you're going to you're gonna, and, you're gonna do to oh, me. I cannot wait. I'm picking up so many good pointers. I, so I, many tips. I, I
0: plan on becoming incapacitated, and I know Liza's just going to- Becoming? Gonna... <laughs> More incapacitated. But what I'm saying is- <laughs> I don't always ask you to carry me to the toilet, but um, you don't always ask. And I don't always ask. <laughs> Sometimes I should. Anyway, we got off track. My point oh, is, no. um, I love your podcast, and yeah, I'm me not too. saying it because you're making me, which you did. Oh. No, <laughs> she's got a gun. Um, <laughs>
1: that begs the question: Season
0: twelve, Conan and Liza episode. Right. Yeah, that episode. Well, that's the one where I'm in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Incapacitated, this is months from now. And uh, Liza's bringing people by and she's promoting me as a great nationalist figure. Um, uh,
2: All those great aphorisms that you've recorded. Yeah, like Nietzsche. Yes.
0: That usually involve nonsense words. Exactly. Don't be a jibble when you can bibble. Yeah.
2: I be who I be. There was a big <laughs> refrain last night. It was a lot of I be who I be. Please,
0: no one needs to know You're about our private life. you just ripping off changing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try singing that which to the kid? Game of Thrones oh, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. We were rewatching Game of Thrones and I insist on singing loudly my own lyrics, which is I be who I be <laughs> oh and I God. be. And it Liza's like, you've got, and my son <laughs> is like, if you do that again, we're not fucking watching this. <laughs> That's the significant other. And then I be who I be be. So now they don't even watch the openings anymore. As beautiful as they are, Uh, Uh, we watch it for the nudity. Anyway, um, ruin things. I am a ruiner.
1: You're 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 a ruiner.
0: Uh, But anyway, I love that you've gotten everyone at at Team Coco. Oh, my God. We'd be lost without it. Gorley, Adam, Blay, Eduardo, Hopping, Erica Brown, Everyone. Hayes, Chills. They've all read lines for the episodes. Erica
1: yeah. Brown? No. Yes. Really? Yep. yes. Eric, you got Erica Brown and on she a microphone? Does she... she
2: refuses to do a microphone, but she does it because she likes Liza. Oh,
1: my God. Uh, I, can ne-
2: I don't think I can ever ask her for anything again. <laughs> I think I used up all of my credit with her for the rest of time. Oh.
1: Oh my yeah. God! She, also, she did not
2: enjoy the experience, but she T- sounds great. Yeah, Ted Danson yeah. was here recording something, and, and nicest
0: man oh, he I've is. ever
2: met. Yes. Well, he's uh, right up there nice, with me.
0: Tall, drink of water well, too. I'm
2: tall Easy too. Easy on the ice. Me handsome. too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's still, yeah. got, it. still got it. Was on television for a long time.
4: Yeah, yeah. God. yeah. 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 Easy, Both of us know what it's like. Cool, yeah. yep. friendly. Just the
1: coolest guy. I'm
0: a good bartender. Anyway, what? I was on Cheers. I know I was. Anyway. You got him helping out. Oh, it's just great. I'm very, I'm very excited about it. It uh, premieres uh, on Valentine's Day, and it's called "Significant Others," and um, that is you. That is Liza <laughs> Powell
4: O'Brien. Said another one of your aphorisms. That is you. That is that you. Is, that is you. <laughs> that is you. Says that makes I.
2: More sense than most of <laughs> that them. That be I have you. That's what I
4: would say. <laughs> yeah.
2: And
0: Sona, someday we'll do one about your significant other, Tack.
1: About his like love for like karate and stuff are you gonna do a-, a whole thing about chernobyl are you gonna make it like a fake one
2: why it's not my thing. I, okay all it's, right it's Wises thing <laughs> sorry okay. it's will legitimate you this, will you tell the story you texted me yesterday I thought that was great. God,
1: Well, yeah. So he went on. He's going to hate me for saying (laughs) this, but he went on like an intensive karate weekend, which they do twice a year and always is in different places. And this time it was in Pasadena, which is 10 minutes from our house. He takes it so seriously that instead of coming home and sleeping because there's no room in the gym, he slept in his car for two nights. And in the middle of what? winter
2: To be yes! close
0: to the dojo. To be
1: close to where they were practicing, but I think Oh, he's, he's
0: just... so having an affair. <laughs> yes, so oh my Every God. Every time I tell Liza I've got an intensive karate weekend, <laughs> she knows I'm meeting Muriel. <laughs> <laughs> On Catalina?
2: You know what? It's actually, it's worse if he's not. I know. You know what I mean? I know, yeah.
1: He is, though, because I've met all his karate friends. I mean, it's possible. I, would, I think I'd feel better if he was having an affair. See, I, I mean, I'm already thinking
0: these are very beautifully crafted Historical documents that you've made—they're really great. They're really great to listen to. You walk away from each one learning more. Yes, but I do want you to take a break from that and do one about Sona and Tag. <laughs> it's about him sleeping <laughs> at his car and his quote on his, his quote karate weekend. Sorry, Just, and it's And it's in there. Yeah. And it's no. And it's in there with you know all These other great figures, it's in there with it, George Putnam and Amelia Earhart, yeah. and Baird Rustin and Martin Luther King Jr., George
1: Tack and, Orwell, Tack and Sona, Dolly, yeah, Tack and Sona. Yeah,
0: karate weekend.
1: <laughs> I know, but you know what? I did see his SUV, he had a whole setup in the back of his car. So,
0: that's what I do when I yeah. go to Catalina to meet Muriel. Yeah. I put a bunch of karate.
2: <laughs> Wait, how are you getting your car to? I
0: own Catalina. a seaplane, <laughs> okay, fine. I have two different sets of books. You've never, <laughs> I have two accountants, you've never seen it.
1: Liza's not not even angry. She just wants to know the logistics <laughs> of how to do it.
0: Well, we have talked about this, which you is, I've to Eliza, which is that, you know, if you ever found out that I was having an affair, wouldn't your first thought be, to be kind of impressed at my time management skills. Because <laughs> that's all I ever think about when I watch movies where someone's having yeah. an affair. I'm like,
1: what? Yeah. I
0: couldn't keep all that straight.
1: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the it's ma- a lot I, of work. I couldn't
2: yeah, all that. That's I yeah. we are just- barely keep, hanging on with our <laughs> keep, very yeah. basic. We are very committed vanilla. to each other, monogamous
0: <laughs> relationship, but we can barely it's more than enough we can barely <laughs> keep it going cuz there's like oh wait who's picking up our son wait but when are we going to the airport there's all that stuff who's taking the dog to the and then Who the threw idea. out
2: the manny that's a <laughs> big
0: one the other day oh, right. sounds oh, fun. You guys. i was
2: I, and also
0: i think it hadn't expired but anyway <laughs> I wanted a tuna fish sandwich with mayo and suddenly there's no mayo. That didn't go well. But my significant other said, I'll make you some. It's true, And she made me mayonnaise from scratch. I did. That's
4: a win-win.
0: Yes, and it was better than the regular mayonnaise. Wow. So anyway, that was a win-win, but... This
1: is riveting. I can't wait to hear about this on your episode. But wait
0: a minute. What I'm saying is, if on top of all of that, I had to get on the uh, seaplane to Catalina to meet Muriel (laughs) and bring her the... You know, whatever, the avocados she loves to eat.
2: <laughs> Who can keep track of all that shit? <laughs> Very diverse, chaste, women. Yes, you I was going to say.
0: She, and you know what, she's, I do love an avocado. And you know what? <laughs> she's really unpleasant. <laughs> we got it. yeah. Why are you late? I had to, because I was doing a podcast where I was promoting. <laughs> Why are you
1: promoting her
5: podcast? <laughs>
1: Why can't Hey, is that my avocado? <laughs> Chomp. And then she's super old, and there's nothing sexual about it. She
0: is 82 years old. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah, she was a nurse in the Korean War. <laughs> anyway, as stupid as this podcast is, I
5: know
1: I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm going to
0: say this. I'm I'm so proud of you. I love you. I'm so proud of you, and I think this is an incredible piece of work. So um, I'm excited about the new season. Significant others. Wherever you get your podcast, season two premiering on Valentine's Day.
4: Subscribe where you get your podcast. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend with Conan O'Brien, Sonam of Sessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering and mixing by Eduardo Perez and Brendan Burns. Additional production support by Mars Melnick. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 669-587-2847 and leave a message. It too could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. I love my cat, Tiger. And as my best friend, we speak our own language. What's that? You love your litter. He does, because I use FreshStep Outstretch Litter. It absorbs 50% more waste and odor and requires less changing compared to FreshStep Multicat. Less changing means more time playing. <laughs> right, tiger? That's a yes. Find FreshStep Outstretch Cat Litter in the pet aisle. FreshStep is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates.